Welcome back to Pole Politicking. Chilling with my homie Cal from Rock the Dove, man. How you doing? Chilling, man. You know, it's, uh, it's a nice day out here in Jersey. It's not too crazy, but, uh, you know, staying busy, staying busy. All right, man. So, like I told you, man, I really respect, you know, what you're doing with your brand at Rock the Dove, man. I really think you, you're holding it down for uh, hip-hop. So, I just want you Thanks. to talk about the brand a little bit for people that may not know about it. I just want you to talk about it a little bit. Tell them what's it about. Oh, uh, well, you know, I've been writing I've been writing for a while. And uh, I was working for a couple of different, uh, I guess, uh, online magazine-type things. And uh, the one that I was doing a lot of work for, it shut down. While I still, ha- I still had interviews and reviews lined up to post, so I said, you know, let me figure out how I can get this stuff out there because there's still artists that are leaving. So, you know, I set up the little blog spot or whatever. It wasn't going to be nothing too crazy, and that was what March of '05, I believe. And you know, I and I wasn't even trying to do it for the for the the hits or nothing. It was just a place to get my stuff out there, and um. You know, I started, I was following a lot of different blogs from the Nawrites to Nas and Cocaine Blunts to Byron Crawford and Dallas Penn. So I'm seeing what they're doing, trying to flip, you know, my writing to kind of, I don't want to say I'm mirroring them, but kind of, you know, put my little spin on, you know, what everybody's doing. And it just, uh, you know, it, I don't want to, it didn't even take off. It's just a lot of people just started noticing. And, uh, you know, I found my little niche and uh, trying to shot, put some shine and highlight on cats that really aren't getting that respect a lot of un- upcoming cats whether they're signed or unsigned you know that's really more my lane because I don't, I don't have the resources of the SK to go ahead and just start getting all the exclusives from the, the the big acts so you know you gotta everybody's gotta start somewhere you feel me so that's kind of the the mantra I follow when I'm going about what I'm posting so it just, it just took off from there you know and actually, I said, I said, what, 05 was actually 06, March of 06. I just had, I just celebrated five years this year, so. Congratulations. You're doing like that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I want you to talk, because I know you be putting out a lot of uh, mixtapes and stuff, too. Yeah, well, you know what, the, uh, you got to blame 50 Cent, because, you know, a mixtape is kind of like the calling card for these artists now. They, uh, everybody's working on a mixtape, and, you know, I, I wanted, I know a lot of artists, they, feel like they need to get that cosign from a certain blog and you know depending on the blog you're getting a cosign from it could put you in a different light and you know I've, I've just been fortunate that there's been cats that have hit me up you know asking for me to uh present a tape although when i present a tape i try to be a little little more hands-on whether it's me actually you know helping compile the tracks or you know starting from the ground up with somebody although there are there are compilations i've put out that you know, somebody's essentially just had it done. I've once over, and uh, you know, we've done it like that. But yeah, you know, it's, it's I've been fortunate to be asked by a lot of uh, really good artists to put out their stuff, and you know, I love it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's some of the artists you work with so far? As far as like putting out the mixtapes with them and stuff. Uh, I mean, I uh, this this one this producer out of Colorado. His name's Kid Hum. He yeah. had a uh, instrumental album that he did called Fossil Fuels. A couple years back, I guess it dropped, I want to say it dropped like late 08, and he hit me up about wanting to get some shine. And I was like, well, you know, instead of just promoting that, why don't we flip it and get the beats and get some MCs on top of it? So, uh, you know, it took a little bit, but we got guys like uh, June Classic and this is his homie YG out in uh, Colorado, 
on the board Pressure from New York, uh, Prime Meridian, Pugs Adams, you know, a lot of a lot of people really feeling the beat. So, you know, we packaged that up and, you know, we took fossil fuels and, you know, played a play on the term and turned it into offshore drilling that dropped in uh, May of 09. And that that was probably the biggest project only in terms of the actual reach. I mean, he he had pull with uh, radio college radio DJs that uh, chart um CMJ releases, so you know it, it actually got a lot of uh, college radio spin, um, and there was a uh, I, I feel bad because I can't remember the name of the rep- website right now, but they do a lot of uh, music torrenting, like legal torrents, mm-hmm. and they uh, they had it up on their uh, front page for like a month or so, so there were like thousands upon thousands. But it might have been, gosh, I want to say it might have been 50k, but I think it was a lot more. I'd have to go back on the site and check it out, but there were a lot of hits on that, but. You know, outside of them, guys like uh, Curly Castro from Philly, um, uh, Scripts and Screws, those guys I've worked with, Elucid from uh, New York, you know, we've done a, uh, uh, I want to say we put out a tape and an EP, you know, always working on more stuff. You know, there's, a, there's pressure, I've, I've put out a couple of his albums, there's a lot of people that uh, I'm forgetting right now, but, uh, you know, there's, there's things I'm working on now, there's things that, you know, have been, have been a lot better than others, but uh, you know it's always just about continuous, continually moving. You know, continually putting that 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 music out there. So, okay. <sighs> and I want you to talk about like far as with your website, because like you said, like you kind of that's like executive producing right there. So I want to know like some of the different titles or hats you wear now with the website. Uh, well, you know, I mean, rock the dub. That's all me. Any words that you see written on there, unless it's a quote, is me. So you know, I'm blogger there i write for a couple of different sites um you know i write i write for a uh, electronic dance music um site website forum out of the uk called dogs on acid um i uh i actually you know with the work i've been doing in my various writing um spots i've actually got a couple of uh, digital distribution deals so there's a there is a rock the dub records out there has not have too many releases I think we might be, uh, we're working on number four right now. Um, I rock the dub records and rock the dub limited. Rock the dub limited is more for, uh, for, uh, dubstep music, you know, more dance stuff, a lot more instrumental as opposed to, you know, rock the dub records, which is just straight hip hop. Um, yeah, I mean, I do, I, I got a couple of people that, uh, I do PR work for, you know, always down to write some bios for a little bit of cash, uh, my boy DJ Nappy from uh, from out here in Jersey. I, I do a lot of work for him. He, he essentially considers me his manager, um, just helping him trying to get bookings and uh, placements on different sites. So, yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those things that keep me sane while I'm at work trying to uh, avoid working, I guess. Okay. And far as, like, where did you think your passion for music started, started at? Uh, early. Early, I remember, you know, I was one of them cats that I, I, I wasn't playing a lot of sports, but I'd be sitting out on my porch with a boombox, you know what I mean, rocking the music. I remember uh, one, I'm, one one trip to the store, I got um, the Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation to, um, it takes a nation to Me to Hold Us Back. I, uh, it was some, something about the sound, but, you know, you, I could identify the James Brown samples, but then there's like a bunch of other stuff, and... You know, it was just—it was just something about the way they were putting that that music together back then that you know really started clicking with me. And uh, I don't know, man. It was—it was just just beats, man, just straight beats. Whether it was hip hop or you know 
reggae or whatever. It was just hearing them drums and them basses that, when I was younger, it just, it just got me open. And uh, I always had an opinion, but I didn't have anybody to really talk to. So that's kind of where my writing, you know, I, I felt like I had to get the opinion out somewhere. And honestly enough, AOL chat rooms, they lent a lot to that just because it was a form where you didn't have to go to the corner and, you know, find people to talk music about, you know what I mean? I could go online and talk to somebody from Sweden. Mm-hmm. So just picked up the MF Doom album. We can, you know, compare interests, you know, trade, you know, oh, are you up on this person, blah, blah, blah. And working it that way helped me figure out my voice, I guess you'd say. And it, it's, it's, it's from those days. It's from, like, you know, the, the mid to late 90s where I really started uh, understanding the power of the voice in terms of uh, writers and, and critics and stuff like that. And I think a lot of that helped me where I am today. Okay. And speaking of voice, uh, what's your opinion of the game right now? Uh, the game is in a really weird spot right now because it's almost like... I, it's hard to say. There's, there's so much money being made by so few people that it's almost like everybody's trying to find a different way to monetize. So you see, like, you know, guys like Fabulous. If this was 04, 05, a nigga like that wouldn't even be thinking about going on Twitter, you know, and really building a following. But you got to keep, you got to keep yourself out there. You got to keep yourself active. You got to let people know you got a personality. So it's really opening the game up, you know, and... There's some great stuff out there. There's some whack stuff out there. You know, me, like I said earlier, me personally, I'm always messing with the people who are on the underground or under the underground. So, you know, the, the cats that I roll with, I'm always going to think they're better than what's going on right now. But, uh, you know, I really, lately, this year, the only people that have really hit me like that that are outside of my normal cipher are guys like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been digging uh, Danny Brown lately. I've really been, I've been getting into uh, his craziness. Um you know, I, I I messed with some parts of the uh, Watch the Throne album. It wasn't, you know, my favorite, but, uh, you know, I rock with that. There's always guys like, uh, like, uh, shit, I don't even know. I don't know, man. There, there, there's always, you know, like, like Ghostface, anytime Ghostface touches anything. I think him and Doom put out that single out recently, you know. Stone Throw has been really doing this thing. The Random Max album, that was, uh, that was one of my favorites of this year. You know, it's, it's I'm always I'm always rolling a certain type of circle. But like I said, guys like Kendrick Lamar, who wasn't even on my radar, too tough uh, this time last year. I was I was really impressed with that section eighty. That might be uh, one of my favorites, and of course the uh, future guys. But uh, you know, that's that's a whole nother ball of wax right there. What do you mean by that? Well, because it's it's so different. It's so it's outside of everything. You know, there's there's the above ground, there's the underground, mainstream, and then there's these guys. <laughs> yeah, they, and it's not even their content because you know they're they're shock value like Eminem was shock value, but it's just the fact that they literally took it and they they took it, they did it on their own, and they're going to keep doing it on their own. Like you, you could look at, you could say, oh, you know, Soldier Boy, he got to start on MySpace or YouTube, but he also signed with a major. These guys sound, they signed with an imprint that. You know they're no, they're more known for their random rock re-releases than doing anything hip hop or you know more electronic music. You know they're not worried about sales; they're worried about owning what the fuck they're doing, what more people should be doing. 
and for some cats that, you know, they could barely buy drinks at the bar, you got to respect that. And now, you know, I just saw the boy Haji Beats. You know, he's, he got featured on um, MED's album from a Stone's Throw that's coming out in November. But I think uh, Stone's Throw just threw up a track that he did last night. So it's like, you know, they're getting that respect from people. And, uh, you know, you got to, if you want to talk about hustling and grinding and, you know, really working on your craft and getting it out there, those are the people that people need to really be uh, checking for and looking out for. Okay. And I was gonna say, like, for you were saying, there's some whack people out there too. So I want to know some of the whack people. <laughs> well, you know, see, my 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 fav- my, uh, my taste run a little different. You know, like I was listening to the J Cole album last night. And I don't want to say he's whack, but you know, it's just shit I can't fuck with. You know, but um, hell, who who? <laughs> it's a lot of garbage out there. It's a lot of a lot of garbage out there. You know, I'm not a big fan of uh. I like Rick Ross's intensity, but I don't like his rhymes at all. Uh, I'm not big on Wale. I'm not big on... I really dislike Lupe Fiasco. You know, there's just... A, there's, a, there's a core group of people that people really seem to fuck with and I'm really just not impressed about. What do you think about Lil B? <laughs> Lil B is almost like a... Uh, I, I don't... I, it, 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 I don't know if I can say he's not a rapper, but that nigga's almost like a performance artist. Like, it's, uh. Uh, it's gotten to the point, it's past the point of the lyrics making sense. He's kind of just out there, you know, stringing along ideas and just, you know, rapping to a beat or trying to rap to a beat. But I mean, you know, if you're, if, if I'm in a certain headspace, you know, if I've had a, had a couple beers in me, I'll throw that shit on and laugh. It's not, I'm not taking anything he's doing seriously. And when you, when I listen to, uh, that I'm happy album or whatever, when he was trying to be serious, I just wasn't feeling it. Like it felt like a, a fifth grader was doing it. Huh. Which is, yeah, well, it's, it's, he, he was trying to put out emotions. I just don't think his pen game is that heavy to really break them down the way he wants to. Or maybe that is the way he wants to. And I feel bad because that's just not, that's, it's just not doing it for me. And I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of shows, you know, for, there's a lot of people that say he had a lot of hype and he didn't really do no numbers. You know, he, he ended up putting the album out on iTunes on like a Thursday and putting up the media fire link to download it. So, you know, what the fuck is he doing? I can't tell you. Yeah, that's, that, I don't know. From my opinion, that's kind of like on, on some throwing in the towel shit. It's like you already knew your shit was going to sell, <laughs> so you just put it out for free. Try it. Oh, I put it out for free. I ain't tripping. But, but the thing is, he's got his core. It's like he almost doesn't give a fuck. Cause he's still got his core fans that are going to big him up regardless. Um, it, it's almost. It, it, it sounds like it's throwing away, throwing in the towel thing, which does make a lot of sense. I got a feeling he's working on another album. I just want to see um, an album that he's actually behind his labels behind and really trying to do some promo work for. Because if you think about it, I'm happy didn't even have a single. Right. Just it was just thrown out there. You know, the, all you knew was the cover art and, you know, that it used to be called I'm Gay. So, you know, I, I kind of want to play it a little low, see what happens when it's a real movement behind what he's trying to do from a label perspective, and uh, then judge it from there. I got a feeling it's not going to sell that much anyway either, but, you know, I, I want to see what's going to happen when they put that put that real uh, push out there for him. All right. And we got to politic a little bit, man, so I want to know... Is there any issue in society that that's bothering you that you want to speak on? Anything? Stupidity, man. People, people are dumb. It's it's the boy wise, intelligent from poor righteous teachers. He says a lot that it's it's 
no longer smart to be dumb. Uh. It's 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 not it's not the move, and it goes for anything. You know, there's a lot of people that you know they were talking about what a couple weeks ago. Uh, people not use people using Google has made people dumber, which probably makes sense because people feel like they can just look stuff up and not really trying to retain knowledge. Yeah, there's people that just they just don't do their history. Whether and it could be anybody, whether you're a producer, whether you're a rapper, you're a blogger, you know, you, you have a radio show, whatever. You have to know what's come before you to know where you're at now and where you can go. If you don't even bother to do any kind of research or do any kind of understanding of that, they just think you can hop in and, you know, become a success overnight. That's why niggas fail, real talk. That's why cats are in them positions where they are, where they, they sign these stupid deals, they get into these dumb, comp, these dumb situations, and they get jacked up. You know what I mean? You know, that, and, and it goes for anything. It could be politics. It could be whatever. Just, you know, just stop being stupid. <laughs> All right, so we kind of you kind of went to the next question a little bit. But I want to know, you know, because you know, I think you're a respected journalist in the game, man. So I think you know, if we got a rapper out there, they should really value your opinion. So I want to know, like, if it was a rapper that wanted to get in the game, wanted to be a rapper, what would you tell them, just from your point of view? Um, get your your business right before your. If you're trying to go mainstream, get your business right. You know. Make sure you've got your own manager. Make sure you have a plan and some kind of concrete idea on how to achieve those goals. You know, if you're coming out in 2011, say, I just want to be a successful rapper, this isn't 1999, you know. Cats aren't making cheese hand over fist. It just doesn't work that way. It's a different industry. So you really, you should really know what you're trying to do. Um, don't be afraid to say no you know what i mean if, you, if you're not getting a lot of deals and you're just rushing into the first deal because nobody else is fucking with you you're going to be upset you're going to genuinely be upset if it doesn't work out so really you know if you have to wait patience is a virtue that's one of the oldest you know sayings out there because it's true you know if you just take some time really figure out what you want to do and get with somebody who can provide that or at least as much as they can for you and just you know do the thing and don't and another thing and this is for rappers in the industry this is for anybody you're not gonna make money overnight you know what i'm saying it's not you're not gonna be caked up within your first month maybe in your first year you know it took me a while before i even started getting ad money rolling into the site not saying i was you know able to quit my job i'm still slumming but you know, it's there's things you're going to have to do for free. There's services you're going to need to provide just so people can start building a rapport with people who can then turn into some type of networking to get you money at some point, you know what I mean? So, you know, just, just be smart, do your research, and be prepared to work. Okay, and what advice would you give to somebody that wanted to, you know, they wanted to come in the game as far as, like, you. They want to be a journalist. They want to have their own, you know, website, hip-hop website. What would you tell them? Make sure you're ready to put in work again, you know. Because it's even worse on our level. Because you say, figure... I say, say, how that, many say that again, huh? You should say that again. <laughs> how, how many... How it, it, It's hard. It, it's not easy. It, 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 it's, it's similar to being a rapper, but you got to realize there might be a hundred rappers that everybody has heard of there's 
you know, thousands of people in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. that are trying to blog and trying to get to, you know, the, the status of a two dope boys, you know, where somebody's shouting them out on a record or something like that. You know, it's, it's not easy, you know, you, you have a voice, have a voice. If you're going out there talking the same thing everybody else is talking, same identical blog post when, you know, not right putting it up, why would they bother going to your site? Can you provide some insight or can you provide something that they aren't providing? Because that's most of the people that, you know, people want a reason to come by your blog. And if you're, the only reason you're giving them is because you're posting what the next man is posting, they don't have to make that trip. They can just go to the one site at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So really just, you know, be unique. Be prepared to do that work. Do that research because there's a lot of easy tools that I learned early. You know, make sure your uh, your RSS feed game is up because, you know, a lot of people are going. They might not even visit your site, but they might check that Google Reader. Right. They can't get the, if they can't get the post in your, your they can't burn your feed. It's it's not going to work. So, you know, there's a lot there's a lot of things. You know, if you want if you want tips, holler at me. I'll, I'll help you out. I won't put, you know I won't do it for you. You know, cause like I said, the research is, you know, that's, that's a big part of what I'm about. But, you know, you just, you got to make sure your, your game is tight when you start. And because another thing is consistency. I can't stress it enough. Even if you can't post daily, give people a reason to come back to what you're doing. Whether, you know, you, you have a certain series that you do, or people know that on Friday you're going to recap a certain show, or, you know, just give someone some incentive to come back on a regular basis, and they will, as long as you have that unique voice. All right, man, I want to say I appreciate you for coming through politics with me. No doubt, anytime. I appreciate you for even looking out, you know, for me, because I don't, I don't get too many opportunities to uh, jabber on about the shit that I do. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, bro. I would say you want to tell them how to hit you up, uh, your website and everything, uh, any shout outs? Rockthedub.com is the best place to catch me. Uh, you can catch me at rockthedub at gmail.com or caldub, that's K-H-A-L-D-U-B at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter, at Cal. Uh, those are probably the best ways for anybody to reach me and what I'm doing currently. Um, yeah, that's about it.